You're listening to Winged Wisdom. Thank you to the following sponsors. Siren Shotguns, the world's finest line of shotguns and accessories created for the lady competitor, huntress, and shotgun enthusiast. Animal Connections, keep their tails wagging with healthy pet food. Voted coolest pet store in America and located at 933 Second Street Southeast in Charlottesville, Virginia. Woods and Waters Magazine, a monthly magazine that covers fishing, hunting, boating, outdoor gear, kayaking, shooting, bird dogs, and so much more. Central Virginia Sporting Clays, located in Palmyra, Virginia, and offering a 14-station walk-around wobble and five-stand. Old Forge Sporting Clays, located in Providence Forge, Virginia, and offering 16-station walk-around wobble and five-stand. Both clay courses are open year-round and available for your next fundraiser or great event. You're listening to Winged Wisdom. Hi, everyone. My name is Kate Onstrom, and I'm your host of Winged Wisdom, a podcast that highlights exciting and engaging interviews for anyone and everyone that loves sporting clays and wing shooting. In today's episode, we're talking live with Kristen Murray of Kristen J. Murray Photography. Kristen is a full-time pet photographer who specializes in adventure dog photography, upland hunts, and underwater dog portraits. She's the author of Tales of the River City, and that is T-A-I-L-S, a fundraising coffee table book that features photos and tales of 44 pups and some of the most dog-friendly spots you can find in Richmond, Virginia. They've raised over $3,700 for the local Richmond SPCA through that book. She loves iced coffee. She's a travel addict, a scuba diver, an avid hunter. She loves van life and is a gun dog obsessed outdoorsy dog mom. She celebrates everything our dogs mean to us through nature-inspired artwork for your home. Her husband, Daniel, also loves the chance to get outdoors and go diving and has very recently stepped into the very addictive world of upland bird hunting. Rounding out the home are her dogs, Kona, her soul dog, Deeks and Leroy, and can't forget the cats, Freya and Finnan. So be sure to tune in to this week's episode with Kristen Murray Photography. This week's two-minute tip rascally rabbits. I figured with Easter literally just days away, what better way to celebrate than getting out and crushing a few of those clay rabbits. So I find that people either love rabbits or hate them. And there seems to be a lot more hatred for rabbits than there really should be. Everybody swears to me, oh, I hate rabbits. I can't hit them. They're too fast. I just can't figure them out. Well, let's talk about that. Rabbits are super thick and heavy. 
especially when you compare it to a standard, just regular 108 millimeter domed clay. So they have a lot more friction and resistance from the ground, from the air, gravity, what have you. So they're actually way slower than what they appear. It's just, it's an optical illusion that the rabbit looks fast. Now, I preface what I'm going to say next with, I'm sorry. All right. For the faint of heart, super sorry. But I do have a great jingle and I promise you'll never forget it. For rabbits, grab them by the front feet, drag them through the dirt, shoot them in the nose. Now, I did apologize, but you'll never forget what to do with a rabbit when you have one in front of you. Let's break that down real quick. Grab them by the front feet. Good gun shoot high. So you always want the bird on the barrel. In order to get the bunny on the barrel, since the bunny travels along the ground, you need to start with your muzzle down in the bunny's path, which is on the ground. So just imagine he's got little front paws. That puts your gun, that bottom leading front corner of the rabbit, drag them through the dirt. Just make sure that you are indeed in line and with the rabbit, shoot them in the nose. Rabbits don't need lead. Just literally kind of aim at his nose and away we go. Speaking of aiming, yes, a shotgun instructor did just say that. But because they don't need lead, and because you're just going to shoot right at the front edge, if you need to, and you're having difficulty, you can kind of just catch them with two eyes. As soon as you see them, squish down that left eye, put it right on the front of the rabbit, and pop goes the bunny. Now, as always, it's always better to be able to shoot everything with two eyes, but some people, just because of the ground and all the background, have a lot of difficulty differentiating the bunny from the background. So if you need to, you can aim at the bunny's nose. So here's to rabbits. I hope everyone has a great Easter and stay tuned for this fantastic episode of Winged Wisdom. All right, guys. So we're here today. We have Kristen Murray of Kristen Murray Photography. Kristen is um, a full-time pet photographer. She specializes in adventure dog photography, and that includes upland hunts. And this is super cool. Underwater dog portraits. Um, she has a book out, author of Tales of the River City. And that's, of course, T-A-I. LS of the River City. Great fundraiser for the SPCA. Um, she is just a really, really cool person, dog lover. She's got her own dogs, of course, Kona, her soul dog, Deeks and Leroy. And can't can't forget the feline friends, Freya and Finnan. So Kristen, we are so excited to have you here in the studio and so hoping that your decision to let <laughs> Let young Kai stay in the room with us is, is not going to bite us, literally. Oh, I mean, he's nibbling my fingers right now, but I mean, he's just so sweet. How can you not? Um, thank you so much for having me here. And yeah. On. I'm really excited. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll make sure Kai stays quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is a pretty, pretty tall order. So, well, let's, let's just jump right in with both paws. What do you say? All right. All right. So. 
why dogs? I mean, I know you, you own dogs, but um, first off, what led you to photography? Um, okay, so what first led me to photography, um, I, I'd always dabbled in it, you know, just for own personal hobby. Um, and then our cats got poisoned. Um, it's oh, a, God. Yeah, it's a really tragic story over Christmas. They were only two years old. Um, it, you know... Is that they're, Freya and... Oh, no. They're they're still here. They're around. Um, this was Carlos and Gustavo. Um, now, there is a slight possibility that, like, they ate a poison mouse. Um, but because of the way we found them and some other circumstances, I am pretty sure it was intentional. Um, oh, dear God. Yeah, I was devastated. And I was... Okay, looking- hang on, podcast listeners. It gets better, I promise. <laughs> it really does. It really does. But I was looking through all of the photos on my phone and all of the photos that I've taken with my camera. And there were only two photos that I considered wall worthy. Um, and I, I was, I was devastated about the fact, you know, the facts that our cats were gone. And then I was also devastated that like, I didn't take more great photos of them. Right. Um, yeah. Because yeah, cause it I, does. It memorializes whatever the photo is up. Yeah. And then I always thought that I had more time with them. You know, they were only two years old. These cats I figured were going to live forever. Um, and I just, I didn't have anything to really remember them. Um, so I, I also, it was at that point where I decided, um, I don't want anyone else to feel this way. And if I have the talent and opportunity to help them not, and to have, um, you know, photos and video that they can hold on to, um, of their animals, I want to do this. So, um, in July of 2020, I quit my job and decided to be a full-time <laughs> pet photographer. Um, and as far as why dogs, why not dogs? Um, yeah. You know, they're just so, they're so pure and wildly joyful and loyal and affectionate and everything that you wish people could be, you know? Yes. Um, they just, they love you. <laughs> I'm laughing now because Kai and Lacey are just having yeah. a blast right now. But, <laughs> like, they're just, they're just... <laughs> they're just so fun and like they love you all unconditionally and when it feels like the entire world has turned on you your dog will always be in your corner (laughs) oh (laughs) his forehead (laughs) yeah we'll just leave them outside oh my god you know spending spending the day out on the trail or in the field or at a park with your dog. It's the the ultimate escape from all of the pressure and the daily stress, you know, whether that's like work or relationships or politics or all the bullshit that's happening in the world. Absolutely. When you're with your dog out in nature, you're free from all of that. And it really just, um, it grounds you and it helps you reconnect to what is most important. Um, and now with Kona, my soul dog being a super senior like documenting her story um, and our life together is now become even more important to me. Um, And I think everyone should have the opportunity to do that with their dog. And what, what kind of dog is kind of old is she? Oh, she is, well, (laughs) she is a white pit bull and she's super sweet. And um, I thought she was 14, but apparently um, in 2020, she went from 11 to 13. Um, yeah, we just skipped the whole year. Like I forget how old I am sometimes. Um, yeah, but she's turning 14 in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's got a, she's got a heart condition and, 
you know, we're just trying to spend the time um, just celebrating her and letting her do pretty much what she wants to do. And kind of like us with Max, which by the way, for our listeners, there is not a pig in the room. Um, Kristen is scratching Max's ear and under his chin, and he likes to grunt like a little piglet. Yeah. Max is my Karen Terrier mix who, um, if you can make it to the May 17th date, he'll turn 10. Oh, that's Kona's birthday too. Are you serious? Yeah. May 17th. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. That's too funny. That's a good boy. Yeah. So Max is, um. Max is Max. For those of you that have been to the farm, you know, no explanation needed. There's no bird dog that will come into this house that, you know, as long as Max is here, um, will ever take his spot. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty much guaranteed that. Um, so I know that, um, you know, I've, I've had the great pleasure of having you help me with my website and you were in field taking some phenomenal photos of the bird hunt. You've been with me on the American daughters of conservation hunt, Mm -hmm. um, and got some great video and photography in the field there. You've been with me on other client hunts. Um, anybody that has walked into the main portion of the clubhouse at Orpax hunting preserve right here in Goochland, has seen just this phenomenal artwork in the book. Um, you know, they've seen the book with Neil in yeah. it and his <clears throat> setters and other, you know, Lincoln. Oh my God. Oh, Every, you know, I, I feel like we should like roll out a little red carpet when Lincoln, the famous Brittany of oh, Virginia gosh. walks in the room. Oh, I know he's sitting right here on your table. But, yeah. Virginia sportsman sitting right there. Yeah. Um, but why, why upland hunting? I mean, you could do dogs. I've, I've seen a woman, she dresses her dogs up and she goes into Strange's Florist and the Scotties are in like Easter bunny ears. Oh. And like, why, why didn't you go that route? Why did you choose hunting <laughs> and underwater photography? Um, listen, there is nothing wrong with props and dressing your dog up. If that's what you're into, that is not what I'm into. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just, I, I love, um, photographing dogs in their element mm-hmm. being being themselves um being dogs being dogs yeah i um you know i didn't uh well first off how, how did you get to the upland hunting okay. like were you a bird hunter and you're like this is super <laughs> sweet i'm gonna go and you know this is awesome it's right up my alley i, I know i actually um got into bird hunting by accident Okay. Um, so I grew up hunting deer with my dad. Um, we would, we belonged to a club and we would run dogs and we would still hunt, but you know, bird wouldn't, bird hunting was never on the radar. Um, <clears throat> when I say I got into it by accident, uh, generally speaking, the winter can be really slow for photographers and True. I wanted to find a way to combat that. Um, you know, in the summer I've got my underwater photography in the fall and the spring it's usually more like um outdoor adventures and family like not family photography but you know dog family photography um and then so i was figuring out something to do for the winter and um my husband daniel was driving out on route six and he passed ore packs and he goes kristen you need to call them because that's like a winter dog activity and i was like oh Oh, yeah yeah okay so i did and i called jane and so that seriously is how this all started as daniel drove down six Uh uh-huh yeah. And, um, cause you know, for me, like bird hunting, okay. That's something that like you go out with Dick Cheney and get shot in the ass, right? Like <laughs> I didn't know anything that much about, about bird hunting. 
Um, so that, yeah, I called, I called Jane and Neil and, uh, they were gracious enough to let me come out and, um, tag along on one of Neil's guided hunts. And I, I didn't really know what I was getting into, uh, but it was a fantastic experience. I was, uh, so were you just totally hooked from the get go? From the get go, we went out with Cutter and Blanco and Ray. And oh just, man, I miss Cutter so much. I, I hope he's having a great life yeah. uh, up in New just York, pointing pigeons in Central Park. <laughs> man, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I just um watching the dogs, uh, their drive and their natural instincts, and then the teamwork. Um, it just. I don't know. I, I don't have the words to describe how um, in amazed and, and in, inspired I was by that. Um, and I think a lot of it, too, um, the joy that I get out of it is it, it also reminds me of my dad. He passed away almost 13 years ago. Wow. And, you know, it never it never goes away. But I yeah. do feel more at peace with it and more connected to him when I am out in That's the awesome. woods or the field hunting. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's really for you, it's it's more than just snapping a photo. Yes, yes. It's really about um showing off the the teamwork of um, you know, the the dog and the and the hunter, um, and then also just their natural drive and ability and like this is what these dogs were born and bred to do. And yeah. this is their perfect day, you know. And um yeah, so then I'm, I met you and I uh, mm-hmm. actually learned how to shoot a bird because it's completely <laughs> different than deer hunting. Yeah. Um, and I really, I enjoy the sport. Um, you've also now gotten my husband, Daniel, uh, hooked into it. Yes, I- Daniel, for our listeners, um, he was on his very first upland hunt on April 2nd, which also was my big season finale hunt. Mm-hmm. So he got to witness like the best of the best. Not only oh. did he have Henry guiding, but he had all of Henry's dogs mm-hmm. drop down. We had amazing weather, phenomenal shots. I mean, all four of those guys were just off the charts, firecracker shots. Yeah, they, they killed it. Yeah. And-, and then, of course, that, um, of course, the secret's out now, but like if you book the season finality, finale, <laughs> you get like not just the regular cocktail hour, but super enhanced cocktail hour i mean i just want to come along just for the food that you put out like it's so delicious um yeah but now now he's hooked into it too and um it's only a matter of time until we get our own little bird dog puppy um but i also feel like upland hunting for me at least like i feel like deer hunting is still sometimes um a boys club type thing well especially with deer dogs yes yeah i don't know why but it just um it's just different. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they're the dogs are um, looked at as m- like family as much as the upland dogs are. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like upland has been way more welcoming and inviting, and there's a lot of like badass women in the sport, and yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's just I'm I'm hooked. Yeah. yeah, that's that is absolutely awesome, and um, so you know you you just kind of what was your you mentioned you. You just kind of, you know, said, all right, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And they jumped in with both paws. Yeah. What, what was the life that you left behind? What was your forte? Oh, I am a jack of all trades, <laughs> I like to say. Um, no, I I was working um, at a mulch yard uh, loading trucks oh. with mulch. and uh, Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was fun. It was a job. I was completely unfulfilled. 
and uh and then i had an accident where i rolled the wheel loader <gasps> yeah and uh that's how people die and i figured i'm not gonna die doing a job that i don't could enjoy. care less about yeah pretty much it was fine it paid the bills but like yeah. totally unfulfilling uh yeah so i quit two weeks I'm, later okay. so i just spent all day yesterday literally from 10 a.m until 5 30 mm-hmm. running loads of compost garden soil yeah wood chips yep. gravel like yep. had the dump trailer the whole nine yards the guy running the loader the front end loader mm-hmm. Had to, I mean, I made five trips to Yardworks. Yeah. He, he must have been so tired of seeing me. But I just, I'm trying to imagine, you know, cute, petite, pretty little Kristen sitting up in this big, oh, I know. I can't imagine either, guy. You know, trying yeah. to imagine you running that big piece of machinery. Yeah. You know, and, it, and I, listen, we had a huge wheel litter on the, on the yard and I loved it and I felt super safe in that one and then we were a small yard and that one got traded out for a smaller less stable loader and um I don't know I'd also gotten really complacent in the job I you know yeah so I mean it's not really challenging it's it like- was it was a mixture of uh operator error and um uh bad Bad equipment. Conditions. Yeah. yeah. It was just, it was perfect storm um, of for an accident to happen. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That is, okay. But so- I walked away relatively unscathed, had whiplash really bad, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a big eye opener though, for sure. And that, that was the catalyst that you needed to say, you know to what? Put, yeah. Punt. I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to do what I love to do, which is yep. capture our four-legged best friends yeah absolutely uh-huh. so um speaking of that so up on fields yes and then i just you know um i love you too kai and lacy blues but i really want to go dunk you in a pool just for Kristen <laughs> to take your photo yeah How did that gets started um so i'm also a scuba diver and uh, really yes okay yes. um and i wanted to figure out a way that i could marry diving and dogs okay Um, and then yeah so i have an underwater case for my camera and typically i'll work out at paul's to swim which if y'all haven't been to paul's to swim it's in um rockville virginia yeah dedicated uh canine pool uh they have an indoor pool uh two indoor pools and then an outdoor um competition length um for like dock, dock diving, yes, thanks. Yeah. Dock diving uh, pool, and yeah, we'll get in it. And um, I built a platform where the dogs can stand in the middle of the pool, and I just pretty much um, lure them underwater with a hot dog or their favorite toy. <laughs> and uh, I just I've done all my equipment, and yeah, take photos. It's it's really fun. A lot of um, labs and Malinois and Goldens and uh, any water loving dog, but any dog with high prey drive yeah. would, or would do great. Um, if they, yeah, they don't even, if they want their toy or they want their hot dog, the water, it doesn't matter at all. And uh, we so can get some eyes probably biggest dinner plate. Yes. Eyes wide open, jowls fl- like going bubbles everywhere, everywhere, bubbles everywhere, big teeth. Yeah. It's, they're really fun photos <laughs> really fun photos we might have to use one of those for your podcast cover. <laughs> yeah okay we can do that <laughs> that is yeah. absolutely awesome so you you offered that as well any other different type of 
I guess, kind of environments that you really like to have your dogs in? Um, you know, I typically ask clients, like, if you could design the perfect day for your dog, where would you go and what would you do? Mm-hmm. And from there, we'll build out a session tailored specifically to your activities and your your fun. Um, so, like, we'll go out to Shenandoah and, you know, hike up to a waterfall or we'll, um, you know, just go to, like, Libby Hill Park overlooking the city and just get some really fun photos there. Um, As far as environment, I don't know, the the great outdoors is my studio. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, pretty much anywhere outdoors will do. So you were telling me about um, the sheep. Yes. Yeah. So I've got a sheep herding photo shoot coming up um, in Pennsylvania in about two weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So literally any kind of dog, any kind of environment? Um, I typically um, go for the more adventurous dogs and the outdoorsy dog parents. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, So if I want little Fifi and her tutu, you know, sitting at the dining room table with China and Crystal... That's a great, um, that would be, a, that would produce some really great photographs. I don't know if I'm the best photographer for your needs at gotcha. that point. You yeah. love the adventure. I do. I do. I mean, like I'll, sure I'll photograph it and I'll do a great job, but it's, it's not where my passion lies. Okay. Yeah, my passion lies in the outdoors. So when you're, you're out there and, um, you know, I've seen your latest, greatest, coolest piece of technology that you brought on. I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> What the heck is that? So she shows up on the hunt and she's got like this Batman utility belt and then this big like buckle on camera. Yeah. And she's like, I can video. <laughs> yes. So that is a gimbal. Um, and it is extremely heavy. It <laughs> so was that's awesome. That's why I've got the um yeah, but it just um so the gimbal helps the footage stay um stable when uh-huh. you're walking instead of like everything bouncing. bouncing yeah what's your what's your favorite method to capture like i know you've got you know i've seen you use an iphone i've seen you use that crazy batman belt i've seen you with like this huge camera yeah so um you know i i love all sorts of technology and fun things and i really like taking video but i think it'll always be an accompaniment to whatever wall art or album that we're producing because technology is always changing, but yes. what's not going to change is that uh, framed photo that you have right there behind you. Yeah. You're going to see that and you get to enjoy it every single day. Whereas, Oh, I have to make it a point to go look at this video. You walk into your home and you see that and you smile. You know, that's a really great point. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I specialize in is, you know, creating wall art um, for people. And um, gear-wise, you know, whether I'm at the field or in a park, I shoot with a Canon R5. And um, I have a couple of different lenses, but my favorite is a 70 to, do, to 70 to 200, um, 2.8. And then if I'm in the pool, I'll switch that out for the 16 to 35 so I can get up close to the dogs. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I uh, really love photography the most. Yeah, that that my um the youngest one of the three of us, my brother Jacob, lives out little snot mountain <laughs> outside of Park City in Utah. Oh, he's gotten really big, and I know he loves Canon. And just yes. looking at his Instagram account, um, is wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is some crazy. <laughs> 
um, crazy ability that you can pull off with those cannons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's also the editing and post too. Um, you can get some, you can get some really great photos with your iPhone. Um, I actually have a guide on how to take better photos of your dogs with oh, your phone. Do you, you have a couple of tips for our listeners? Um, get low for sure. Okay. If you are. If, yeah. Cause dogs are yes. two foot tall. Yep. And if you think you're low, if you're not touching the ground, you're not low enough. So that's a big <laughs> one. Get, I have dug out holes and gotten like into the hole with my camera before. Oh my um, God. yeah, it's, it's a whole cooler, different, um, different perspective. And then also, um, super simple one, good lighting, really good lighting. Make sure the sun's at your back. Right. Um, especially for action. Do you prefer morning or afternoon? Because I know a lot of people have one or the other, just like they prefer certain times of the year. (laughs) I am not a morning person. Yeah, I know. I see all the time, you know, usually up till about 9, 10 a.m., Kristen's phone is on silent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm definitely a a golden hour sunset girl. Um, that's that's what I like the most. Yeah, you get also the light tint. Um, the light tends to last longer. Like yeah, yeah. Whereas in the morning it is pretty it, fleeting. Yeah, and it goes it goes you get a few harsh. Seconds. Yep, it goes harsh really fast. So, I mean, yeah. What's what's the best light? I mean, uh, let me ask you this: dependent upon the breed of dog. Like I have Liverone Ticton Patch GSPs. Mm-hmm. Because of their darker liverone color, is there a better like light or background? I think the background's gonna um, the background's gonna make or break the photo more so than the light. There's okay. a lot of things that you can do in post with the light, like um, in Lightroom or in Photoshop, um, but the background is gonna it's it's gonna help tell the story, and then it's also gonna you know help with their colors showcase the dog yeah okay i was just wondering that because um i mean right now they're both thank god passed out on the floor (laughs) under the coffee table at our feet um but yeah oh don't wake don't wake him up sleeping giant (laughs) he's just so cute (laughs) oh i'll remind you i'll send you video later today of why he's not all that cute all the time um but so like right now springtime mm-hmm. we still have bare naked trees for the most part but we've got this beautiful just chartreuse green grass mm-hmm. yeah so to me that seems like a great background now it's not typically what they're going to be in during hunt season it's mm-hmm. going to be you know every shade of brown you can yeah. imagine well i guess it, it really depends on what is the end goal that you are trying to achieve right um, okay, that makes do sense. Do you want a photo of spring training um, or do you want a photo of them, you know, like actually on a hunt in the wild? Um, brown on brown can look really good too, um, just depending okay. on how you play with the light and make the dog stand out from the background. Um, I don't. That's all, okay. Yeah, it doesn't. So you know me. I want one of everything. Yeah. <laughs> what they're doing throughout the day. I mean, my iPhone. I keep getting reminders all the time. My iPhone can't back up because I have like way too much. You gotta buy some more storage. Gotta buy some more storage for all the stupid dog photos that I've got. But, um, you know, I just, uh, I didn't know if maybe particular dogs showed up better in particular settings. Um, I mean, yeah, yes, to an extent. Um, but what I get more concerned about is 
the wardrobe that the owners are wearing um with the dog's color yeah so if you have a black dog i'm gonna warn you to stay away from all black otherwise you're just gonna blend in together so is it better for them to like just go totally polar opposite like with a neon green with a black dog you can pull off any color really any color um yeah that's really good but if you have like a blonde dog obviously you want to stay away from khaki and tans um you want to pull in colors really good tip i never Mm -hmm. thought about that you want to pull in colors that um are you know great for color harmony and um so like for these liveroon i always like turquoise turquoise is gorgeous on yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah so what i would i would dress you in would be probably um either a turquoise dress or like some denim jeans and a a turquoise blouse over top Uh uh-huh yeah and then i also like capturing like the fun and the fancy side so i bring a pop-up changing tent so like after we get you know the oh sweet more formal ish one-stop shop (laughs) one-stop shop once we get you know the more formal ish photos or dressy photos however you want to say you change and then we just like go play in the river and get really dirty and muddy and oh the dog loves that part oh the dogs love that part for sure yeah (laughs) what has been your absolute most favorite photo shoot and you don't have to name the dog or the person or anything like oh, that but man. has there been like a particular medium or a particular set oh man maybe just a particular dog not the one that just farted on me oh my <laughs> god there okay this is gonna sound like totally you know i i love i have loved them all i really have um I think one of my most favorite upland hunts was um, the one that uh, I did with Lincoln. We were shooting for oh, the um, Hunting Dog Confidential magazine. Okay. And we had gone up to one of the fields at Orpex and um, had there were no birds were supposed to be in the field. And we put – we pulled over the mule, got out. I hadn't even gotten my camera out of my bag and Lincoln has already like been on point. (laughs) Right. So then we walked over there and he flushed this covey of quail and it was great. But I have this photo of, um, Lincoln and Rob, his dad walking away. And that's, um, Oh, I think I know the one you're about to talk about. Yes. And Lincoln is very powerful. He's looking up at Rob with like, it reminds me of how I looked at my dad as a child. And yeah. I think that's why it's so powerful for me um, is that he's just has this look of thankfulness, of excitement, of ready to go. And Rob's reaching down and it looks like he's about to pet Lincoln and send him off. And it's just, that's one of my favorite um, photos from a session that I've ever done. That yeah. is yeah. an absolutely amazing photo I, I i know exactly the one you're talking about as a matter of fact i think it's is it in this issue of virginia sports oh no it's uh it's in the hunting dog oh, hunting dog confidential, confidential. That's what you did mention yeah that. there's um not to sidebar we'll have to have rob on one time for yeah for a podcast <laughs> definitely has to bring lincoln with them but yeah lincoln is a very well photographed brit he's just absolutely gorgeous yeah so and then outside of that um outside of upland hunting there Mm -hmm. is a photo um that i took in oregon that i am just 
it, that was one of my favorite sessions too. Oh, was it? Was, it? Yeah, a, a Trillium Lake overlooking Mount Hood and this really sweet dog with just like the biggest ears ever. Just the most amazing backdrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a great dog in a great landscape. And it's just, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, that photo that you took of Lincoln and Rob, um, did that just happen? Or did you, did you see that happening? Did you tell him to do something? Yeah. So we actually went out, um, Rob had some cool shots in mind that he wanted to get for the magazine. And, um, but this particular one, um, they were just walking down the path and there was, you know, field on either side of them. And, um, it just, it looked so beautiful. And I was like, I've got to capture this. Right. And so I was, I was sitting there, um, they're walking away from me. And then I saw Lincoln look up at him a couple times. I was like, I have to get this. And he did it again. And it was just so perfect. Um, and I, did, I knew in that moment that I had gotten a great shot, but I didn't realize um, how powerful it was, at least for me, um, until I was, you know, imported them into Lightroom. I was looking through and I was like, this is it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just this, knew that was I just the knew, shot. Yeah, that was the shot. Yeah. It's, I, and I'm telling you, if, if you've seen the photo in Hunting Dog Confidential, what issue was that? Uh, it was remember? the winter issue 2.1. I'm pretty sure that photo made it into it. Um, it might not have. Um, I, I should have checked to actually well, see. Is it on uh, your website or? Oh, I'm yeah, I'm sure that one's. It's definitely on my Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. just look for bottom half of a guy with a hand reaching down and a gorgeous red and white Brittany. Mm-hmm. That's Lincoln and most of Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of Rob. It's uh, it's it was posted February fifteenth again to uh, Instagram. So if y'all want to check it out there, yeah, yeah, great, great photo. And is that on your Insta? Yeah, on mine. Okay, Kristen, Kristen Murray, Murray photography. photography. Perfect. So besides dogs, mm-hmm. um, any other animals that you're interested in capturing and video? Yeah, photography? um. I love all animals. Um, when I, growing up, I didn't have imaginary people friends. I had imaginary animal <laughs> friends, if you can imagine. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure uh, one of the first things that I said to my husband, like with tears in my eyes, was, I'm not crazy. I just really love animals. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I will photograph any animal and their people. Um but my passion lies with dogs for sure. Um, and I also, I dabble in travel photography, um, but it's mainly, it's so much easier to put like a dog in the middle of a landscape yeah. than it is for me to be like, oh, where do I focus on? Like, yeah, I don't know. But um, I'm actually about to launch um, a new project. It's, oh, wow. What's that? Yeah, it's called Coast to Coast Canines. Um, and it's it was born out of a desire not only to explore the great outdoors with dogs at my side, um, but also in the desire to get to know others around the country and tell the story of how their dog has shaped their life. Um, wow. The main goal is to photograph adventure-loving dogs and their outdoorsy parents in all 50 states. So, oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> so it's gonna You're going to need to borrow Jen's camper. Uh, well, I'm actually, <laughs> it's going to start out um, as a blog series. And once complete, I'm going to turn it into a beautiful coffee table book. Um, but I'm actually running a camper and flying out to Oregon. In the when first, is this happening? The first week of May. Oh, my God. This yep. is around the corner. <laughs> right around the corner. 
order. I'm going to um, fly into Portland, rent a van, and then just travel around the states and explore the Pacific Northwest and uh, photograph some awesome Pacific Northwest pups. Is along Daniel the way. going with you? Or? No, but Freya is. <laughs> the cat? Yes. So I figured I would be a little lonely, right? I Totally. Like, yeah. Um, and I can't fly the dogs out there because Kona's just way too old. And then Deeks would have a heart attack in um, okay. in the cargo. And I'm not going to do that to him. So I was like, okay, well, what animal will fit under the seat? And she is an adventurous cat. So. <laughs> okay. In the meantime, as we're sitting here in my office, there's Gary, my cat. <laughs> curled up in his kitty bed on top of the sideboard. Like I said, I'm not crazy. I just really love animals. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. So she's going to come with me. Um yeah, and we're going to we're going to start in in Oregon and then uh I don't know. I don't know where I'll go next. So if uh, I mean, have you thought about like south East. Oh yeah, I mean it's southeast. Whole the whole project is going to be all fifty states. I just don't know which state I'm going to go to next after Oregon. Let's see, May. So it'd be it would be yeah. I mean, I July. feel like you've got fairly really good weather. No matter which way you go, I mean, mm -hmm. you might um, feel like April into the beginning of May is probably the flood season or rainy season for like Montana, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, skirt either across the top or. Oh, oh, south. okay. Oh yeah. No, oh, no. So this isn't like an epic road trip adventure. I would love that. No, I'm going out to Oregon for like a week and then flying back home. And then like maybe uh, in another month, we'll go to a different I'm state. I'm thinking you're gone for like months and months and months. Yeah, no, no, I was no, going to no, hurry no. up and be like, well, then we need to book a session before you go. No, no, no. I'll be back in Virginia. This is going to be a really a long-term project. Um, probably the span of a, of a couple years, which is why it's just going to start as a blog series. Okay. Um, yeah. But still, how exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I am. Because my, my ultimate goal is to buy my own van. Um, okay. And part of this, too, is I'd rather spend, like, the $2,000 to rent a van and see if I like it and then decide, yes, this is work for me or no, it's not, rather yeah. than, like, buy a van, convert it, and have my first trip and be like, oh, my gosh, this is not for me at all. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, you know, 90 grand in the hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, this is – it's going to be God, fun. How really amazing. Excited. So Thank what you. about, like, um, I got to ask, like, Guam and Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll sure, Puerto I'll Rico. fly out. Uh-huh. All 50 states plus Puerto Rico? Yeah. 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 So you can't mess a trip to Puerto Rico. No, no. I mean, I, listen, I love traveling and I love dogs and let's yeah, combine now, the two. Talk, talk about that a little bit because you do, when you look at your website, KristenMurrayPhotography.com. Mm -hmm. KristenJMurray.com. KristenJMurray.com. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Um, when you when you look at that website, it um, does show like certain dates you're available in certain areas. How mm -hmm. did how did that grow? Did you take a trip somewhere and just say this is great? I got to keep coming back here. Yeah, kind of. Um, I I love to travel, and um, I I keep telling Daniel it's only a matter of time before we move out to the Pacific Northwest. Like something about that area calls to my soul. Like I mean, it if is, you're outdoorsy, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he would be fine moving to Idaho. That's more like the inland Northwest, but, um, I don't know. It, it's also a little too cold in a 
Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> right now it's just going to be a great like vacation home potential spot. Um, but I want to, to see what all of these places have to offer. You know, it's awesome. And, uh, and there's so many, there's so many, if you're a dog person, you just get it right. Your dog is everything and you want to be outdoors yeah. with them. And, and they have uh, their own story, whether they changed your life or they saved your life or they shaped your life. I mean, I got Kona when I was 22-ish. I was, a, I was in my young 20s. And, um, man, she has shaped my life for really? sure. Yeah, she was there for me. Heartache, through the great times, all the adventures. Uh, she helped me get through my dad's death. Like, I wouldn't be the same person I am today if I didn't have this dog. And Daniel um, sometimes likes to joke that I love the dog more than home. And that, I mean, it's true. It's not true. It's just a different. I go through that with Mike and Lisa. It's a different type of love, right? Like Kona will never get upset with me that I like didn't do the dishes or, you know, like she, not that he does, but it's just Kona doesn't have, there's, there's no, pressure there's no um there yeah she's there i can be completely myself i can be completely free to feel anything it's just yeah i don't know uh it's 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 the unspoken bond it is it really is yeah i get it i totally get it well so for everybody that's been listening um and that might be interested in having you be able to come and capture their fabulous four-legged best friends. Yeah. What what does someone need to do and what can they expect from a typical booking? Yep. Um, so uh, they can expect a full-service photography experience uh, resulting in tangible, lasting, nature-inspired artwork to enjoy for years to come. Um, I'm going to be with you every step of the way through the initial phone call to artwork delivery day. Um, there's a there's about three phases uh it's going to start with the discovery the photo shoot and then the reveal um so let's say you book me for a session Mm -hmm. we are going to which i have (laughs) well yes (laughs) um we're we're gonna meet over zoom and uh dig deep into your dog story and your relationship and design all of the fun details of the session we're gonna talk location activity I'm going to help you with your wardrobe. We're just going to plan all the details. Um, I shoot with intention. So we're also going to explore your home style and um, map out, you know, what kind of artwork we are going to create. Are you looking for one statement piece that's going to go above your fireplace? Are you looking for a gallery wall or are you more of an album person and you want to tell the story of your dog in an album? Um, yeah, so I was gonna say I I have to interject real quick because I think I was a little taken aback because you're like, oh, do me a favor, make sure you text me those outfits, and I'm mm-hmm. like, this chick is like cray cray, <laughs> like she wants me to text my closet to her. What the hell? Yeah, well, I mean, we want to make sure that whatever you're wearing is going to actually look good in your home. Like if you have more of a Joanna Gaines farmhouse style right. for your home, let's not wear Lily Pulitzer in your photos. 
because it's going to clash when you put it on the wall. Yeah. I think it, it, I just didn't realize the amount of detail. I mean, I don't know what I thought. I just figured <laughs> we would go in the hunt field and do what we do, which is, you know, go find birds. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, also had a few, few other photos that we wanted to do. Um, and I just was, I gotta say, I was super impressed to the level of detail that, I mean, I was like, she wants me to what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I do ask a lot of questions. I have a fairly extensive uh, questionnaire that some people have said is a little too long, but only the starred, you know, questions are required. The other ones are just um, there to help me understand the relationship with yeah. the dog, right? Because um, there may be things that you don't even know you want captured that I can kind of gather from that questionnaire and then, right. you know, create it exists a for a great reason. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But then we've got our photo shoot and uh, that's basically one big play date, regardless of the type of session. Um, our main goal is to make sure your dog has a great time. Um, we're going to have treats and cuddles and lots of love. And their job is to only be themselves, no matter how wild and crazy that may be. And your job is to relax and have fun. Um, and just to live in the moment with your dog. Awesome. And yep. how, how long does a session typically last? I mean, I know it's dependent upon weather and Yeah. So location I, I and... start about two hours before sunset so we can take advantage of that nice golden light. And then um, I never watch the clock. So that the session can last anywhere from, you know, 45 minutes to the full two hours. Um, we work at your dog's pace and until we get all of the shots that we need, until we run out of light or until they tell me like, hey, thank you. I've had enough. It's time to go home. <laughs> Typically only like puppies will do that. Like right. you get a good like hour and then the puppy's like, nope, we're done. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's um, that's what we do there. I don't, I don't watch the clock. We're not going to be rushed. Um, and then the final phase is the reveal. Now this is going to be uh, about two weeks after our session. I'm going to um, show you a slideshow of your photos in, of only the best photos from the day in the comfort of your home over chocolate or champagne or your favorite beverage. Um, and then I'll help you choose your favorites. And this is where we're going to finalize your artwork order. And then, um, yeah, if you're thinking wall art, I'll create like mock-ups to show you what it's going to look like on your wall to scale. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, once we're done designing that, I take your photos and then enhance and retouch them. We're going to remove distractions like eye boogers and rural <laughs> leashes, stray hairs, things like that. Make sure everyone looks perfect yes. and their best. Uh, and then I send it out to production and then all our work gets shipped to me so I can make sure it's perfect before it's delivered to you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, I, I couldn't be more over the moon. I have to say there's parts of my website that I absolutely <laughs> have got to get fixed and I can't stand, but that's on my web guy. <laughs> the photos, like they help hold the website up. Oh, I'm, I'm I mean, really happy to hear I that. just absolutely love, and I, everyone I send photos to for like with, um, women's outdoor news, I've just recently started writing a column for them. And I was like, you have to make sure photo credit photography. (laughs) And well, I mean, the photos are fabulous and they wouldn't have them if it wasn't for your, your hard work. I mean, it was just absolutely perfect. So somebody just is on the other end of this podcast, just Mm -hmm. dying to get booked with you. How can they find you? What do they need to do? Um, yes. Yeah, so you can find me on all of the socials. Um, I don't really post a lot to Facebook and Instagram, uh, TikTok. Like Instagram is my jam. Uh, and I'm at Kristen Murray Photography. 
Um, but if you want to get in touch with me to actually like book a session and learn more, um, the best way to do that is through my website. And that is www.kristinjmurray.com. Um, and this is Kristen with a K and an E. Um, <laughs> and it's also Murray A-Y. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. K-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-U-R-R-A-Y photography. Um, yeah. And then if you, if you've got a dog or a pet, or if you are a, um, pet related business or a woman owned small business. I do branding photography for that too. Like that might have to hook you up with um, Patty. I'm actually headed there after our interview right. to America's coolest pet store, Ooh, Animal Connection, yeah. proud sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I love helping um, smaller businesses uh, get great images. That's going to help them grow Keep going, and, yeah. Yeah, and make money too. So, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Us ladies have to stick together. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. All right, guys. So you heard it right there. Kristen Murray, Kristen J. Murray, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-J-M-U-R-R-A-Y.com. Um, Kristen Murray Photography on Facebook and Instagram, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find her, um, her photos on our website, virginiashootingsports.com, Orpax uh, Hunting Preserve. They have that gorgeous, gorgeous coffee table book inside the clubhouse there if you're ever through Orpax. Um, but Kristen, thank you so much for coming on today. Of we are course. so excited to have you. Thank and, you um, for having me here. Absolutely. This was a lot of fun. Kai, Kai was super appreciative and so was Lacey. They're both now, we of course, so that we're out. finished. <laughs> They're passed out. I know. You know, you can't even wake them up. But, so um, sweet. I, lo- I love GSPs. Yeah. They're good dogs. <laughs> I love all dogs, but, you know. Something about a short hair. Yeah. All right, guys. Kristen, thank you so much. Thank you. And until next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Winged Wisdom. If you would like to send in audio messages or questions for future episodes, please follow the message button on our homepage or the link in the featured description. I want to send a special thank you to Kristen Murray of Kristen Murray Photography. I don't know about you guys, but I'm already excited and planning our next puppy photo shoot. Be sure to tune in next time as we sit down with Sharon Townley. Sharon Townley is an avid hunter, a lifelong equestrian. She's been a hunter education instructor. She's been field trialing for about 15 years, guiding for over 25 years. She competes at a whole nother level. She's actually won Perina Handler of the Year and has had one of her dogs named Dog of the Year. Be sure to tune in next week as we sit down with Sharon Townley and see what it takes to make a champion. Please follow Winged Wisdom each week for shooting tips and tricks and to see what's flying.